What is up, people? You are listening in to the New Generation Hero Talk Podcast. I am your host, EJ Stewart, and it's a big show this week, guys. We'll be talking about the brand new Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse trailer that just dropped. One of the more classic movies that came out in terms of superhero movies was that first Spider-Man to the Spider-Verse movie. The sequel has first trailer come out, so we'll discuss all that. We'll also talk about this major, massive overhaul that's happening over at DC. A lot of people may be out of job soon. It certainly seems like Patty Jenkins may be one of those people at the tweet we saw from today. A big Hollywood Reporter uh, article last week kind of detailed some of the changes that could be on the way. And it could mean pretty much an end to the Snyderverse as we know it. Of course, James Gunn and Peter Saffron have taken over as the co-CEOs of DC Films. And it seems like they're ready to put their imprint on this studio. And it could mean massive changes for a lot of these major franchises for DC. So we'll be talking about all that on today's episode of the podcast. Joining me are my co-hosts, starting with Shamari Stewart and Sham. Before we discuss... The Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse trailer, I did think it was interesting that earlier today we had the comments from uh, John Krasinski, a guy you've been very supportive of in uh, his pursuit of trying to be the Reed Richards of the MCU. He did get his wish to some degree. We did see him in an MCU movie as Reed Richards in Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, but uh, it sounds like this may be a one-off. Um, he said recently in an article with the uh, the rap that his time as Reed Richards could very well be over. He said, "quote There aren't any discussions at all. The only discussion I had was an actual was was actually in the second to last week of Jack Ryan. Kevin called and said, "Would you ever would you like ever like to fly uh, over and play in our sandbox?" And I was honored to do it. I flew right from Budapest when we rapped and went to Doctor Strange set. I'm a big fan of those characters and that world, so to get to play in that sandbox for one day was a thrill. But he says he's not had any calls since. So it sounds like maybe this is the end of him as Reed Richards, Sham. Do you think that that is the case? Do you think that he's playing coy as he has done in the past? Um, and if this is the end, are you supportive of that? Um. Well, I mean, I, I, mean, I would say I'm... I mean, at this point in time, I'm not supportive of that just because I think he would be a good Reed Richards. Now, that's not to say that there aren't any other people that can be Reed Richards uh, or maybe any other people that would be better. Um, But he is definitely, at this point in time, my first choice. If we're just going based on who do we know, you know, he's definitely the guy I'm looking towards. Um now, another thing that just kind of backs up what Krasinski has said is that Fantastic Four, um, I believe, and you guys can correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe it actually started like either production or pre-production. Um, yeah, I think like I saw something today. That, uh, something yeah, like I saw, I think Peyton Reed, or I want to say it's Peyton Reed or somebody uh, said that they had seen like uh, Yes, that was, that was Peyton Reed. Yeah, they saw like concept art of you know, for the sequel, and that uh, he was really, or sorry, sequel, the, the reboot, and he said that he was really excited about what he saw. So Okay. So, yeah, I mean, things are already yeah. being created. Um, and, again, the Krasinski, who has played Mr. Fantastic before, 
hasn't been contacted at all. That would seem to indicate that <laughs> um, that he is not involved in the project. Um, now, another thing, just to take every all of this with a grain of salt, is um, you know, I don't know. You never know. People people lie in this industry all the time, but I would imagine that casting like this, you would only be able to keep under wraps for so long, and I don't even know why you'd lie about that at this point, especially when you already played the character. So. I don't like it, but it is what it is. Um, I still think the movie can be successful, obviously. Um, and I am still very excited to see who Reed Richards uh, will end up becoming. Um, but yeah, I, I, I mean, I obviously don't love this news. So, you know, hopefully, hopefully what we do, when we do start getting actual either trailers or clips or anything like that, um, it ends up looking satisfying. Now, Kendall, of course, on the podcast as well with us this week. And, Kendall, you've been one who have not quite been as gung-ho about Krasinski being the MCU's uh, John, uh, uh, Reed Richards. So let's say this 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 is true. Do you, do you feel comfortable moving on from him, given what you saw from him in uh, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness? Yeah, I mean... You know, we've talked about this ad nauseum in terms of what that movie meant for his, uh, for the likelihood that he would be Reed Richards going forward. And I think we all agreed that the outcome of that movie made it seem a little less likely. Uh, for some people, a lot less likely that he would be Reed Richards, given the way his character was handled. But um, yeah, I mean, these comments, I, I don't. I don't want to take too much from it just because like we've done this show long enough to know that these guys will lie straight to your face, know they're lying and still lie. So um, when it comes to is, is he going to be Reed Richards in, in, in Fantastic Four? I mean, I don't, I didn't, I don't, I haven't thought he was going to be Reed Richards. I haven't thought uh, since we saw Dr. Strange that he's going to be Reed Richards in Fantastic Four been nothing to indicate that and these comments you know don't do anything to make me think any more so that he is playing Reed Richards but um but I also wouldn't say that these comments are the icing on the cake or the the nail in the coffin if you do think that he could potentially be playing Reed Richards he also could just be lying you know so uh that I I would say I mean I am just I'm just fascinated, man, as to, you know, what this movie's going to look like. And you mentioned the Peyton Reed comments, um, you know, it, it sounds like Marvel knows Marvel knows what this movie is, obviously. Um, they just haven't told anybody uh, uh, externally and like why they're waiting. I mean, it sounds like it's just a casting deal. Um and you know Shackman's getting his 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 cast together. I would hope uh, right about now. But um, but man, I like once we see this. Uh, honestly, I think that that is going to be the next like the next you know checkpoint moment, the next uh, benchmark moment for the MCU is not necessarily the movie coming out because that's not coming out for you know a couple years or so, but um but more so that movie when we start that first look at fantastic four because that'll be our first like 
acknowledgement of yeah like you know yes you know we we've had the the fox mcu jokes and whatever but that's our first acknowledgement of like including these characters in the mcu in their own light and what their where their mindset is what their direction is so i'm just so excited for that to happen um might not be for might not be till uh you know comic-con which is awful but (laughs) um but yeah, that's gonna be that's gonna be awesome whenever we get that first look. Yep. Yep, absolutely. Um Yeah, I mean it could that could be uh seven that could be seven, eight months in terms of you know, Comic Con, if you're talking about that's how long. Yeah. So we're gonna be waiting for this. But it it certainly that certainly could be the case. I think when it comes to Look, I, I think with Krasinski, I think as soon as we saw him turn into spaghetti, which he kind of joked about, it just seemed very much in play that this was not going to be something that they were going to do long term. I mean, if, again, you talk about, you know, I always say that a lot of times, like, writing these movies is like wrestling. Um, and it's like, you know, you got to put certain people over. And also sometimes you got to bury people. And, I mean, Krasinski's portrayal of Reed Richards was quite frankly buried with the way they had him uh, just get, you know, destroyed by Wanda, uh, Wanda Maximoff, Scarlet Witch. So like, could you have gone back to him? Probably because the fans really want him to be Mr. Fantastic. And he's a very popular actor. I feel like, you know, if she's doing Q scores or you're doing uh, approval ratings of, you know, actors among the public, I feel like John Krasinski would get, very high marks, so I don't think anybody's really offended by him in any way, so people will be supportive of it, but I think that we kind of saw Marvel's plans were when they did what they did. I almost wonder, you know, sometimes, and it's obviously wrestling as well, like, you kind of have, like, your, you kind of bury people as kind of, like, teaching them a lesson, to lack of a better term, and I don't know if I'd ever say that that's what Feige's doing here, but you kind of wonder, like, Krasinski really went gung-ho about kind of almost forcing Marvel's hand to make him Mr. Fantastic. And him getting just wrecked like that, you almost wonder, like, was this kind of Feige's message to him? Be like, oh, yeah, we'll let you be uh, we'll let you be Mr. Fantastic. And maybe he didn't even tell him, like, exactly how the details are going to go about his appearance. Then he showed up, and he's like, here's the script. And he gets, you know, wrecked in a matter of minutes. And, and it's not quite maybe what he assumed. Part of me wonders if that was kind of a message to say, hey, hey, we're the ones that are going to make this decision at the end of the day as to who is going to be Mr. Fantastic. We're not going to have, you know, fan campaigns that uh, end up hijacking uh, what what we want to do. So at the end of the day, I think that Krasinski could have been a very good Mr. Fantastic. I think it would have been a little, it wouldn't have been impossible, but it just made it a little more complicated with how they treated him in in the, into the in the Doctor Strange movie to then go back to him. Obviously, you could have another version of him in this universe or some other universe, and that would have been fine, but we saw him look so inept in that other movie. I don't still know if that would have worked um, to, for them to make him in this in this uh, iteration. So uh, John Krasinski says that um, he, he will not be uh, Mr. Fantastic, or at least he's not heard anything. Uh, I am. We are in this business where we know that things get said and they end up being false. Accusations! These are not accusations. This is false accusations. And first... So, uh, that was Rick Ross, by the way, <laughs> saying false accusations. So, so I mean, this is going to end up being, you know, false, and then he ends up maybe being Mr. Fantastic. But 
I think Kendall made a good point. And I think both of you guys did. Like, when you think about the timeline and just where things are, like, they're, they're you know, they're in some kind of pre-production. The words is that they haven't casted yet, though. Who knows if that's true? It just feels like, I just don't know. I just don't, I feel like if you're Mr. Fantastic, I just don't feel like you're saying anything. Like, I don't think that Feige or Marvel will want you talking about it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I get the impression yes. that they're going to want to have a big rollout that's going to come out of nowhere and, and or, you know, some, they want to kind of do it on their terms. So, I just feel like... Hey, they, if he knew, if he was Mr. Fantastic, I think he would know by now. I think so, too. Yeah. I, I think, think he so would have known a year ago. Do you I guys, agree with that as well. Do you, do you guys think that they've casted? Uh, I think they've casted somebody. I don't know who... Uh, I think it's very possible. Interesting. But I think they've casted part of the team. I don't know if they've gotten all four yet. So Kendall says he thinks part of the team. Shamari, where do you stand? Do you think part, all? How much do you think is, is, is done? That's a tough question. I, I, I don't think they've... I, mean, I, I think I think they I, have. I, 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 I would Shemar, think if they have Mister Fantastic. Me, oh, I need to know. You think they have? You think they have Reed? I would think they have a very good idea, at least for Reed Richards. Um, you know, I think the thing in Human Torch, you can kind of take your time a little more because they're gonna when they're fighting, they're mostly CG. Um, and the thing he's gonna be CG. I mean, depending on how long he's the thing, I guess in the movie, but um, but what? what yeah. What makes the Fantastic Four maybe the biggest challenge from a casting perspective in all of Marvel, in all of the MCU, and maybe even all comic book movies, is like each character of the four has a different relationship, a different chemistry with each other that is so unique that like you can't just cast a Reed Richards and a Sue Storm, you know, because they have good chemistry, you know? I mean, like, that that's important, but... Like, Sue and what Johnny is... have to have a particular type of chemistry. Exactly. Sue and Johnny have to have a particular type of chemistry. Reed and Ben have to have a particular mm-hmm. type of chemistry. And then yeah. Ben and Johnny, you're going to have to have a... And, you know, like, it, it's a triangle or a, or a square, rather, <laughs> that, or a rectangle that you're trying to... that you're trying to... that you're trying to mesh that... um it that's not easy and so i think that's they're playing this i'm imagining that they i don't know if they're done or where they're at but i'm I'm imagining they've had to play this game of finding somebody that fits three or four different boxes checks three or four different boxes rather than just you know the one box that you typically when you're casting batman it's oh yeah what's his or you're you're casting a catwoman characters what's their chemistry with batman you know, that's all we really have to think about. Um, otherwise, it's just how does she fit the character? Now you got to find something that fits the character and then fits uh, the chemistry that you're looking for with these other three characters. I kind of, I kind of hope it's not just some random big name. I almost want, I almost want Reed Richards now to be someone that we just aren't looking at at all. I think it's gonna be a TV actor, man. That's the vibe I get. Uh, yeah, I, I think, I think I would I could, like that. I could see that. Yeah, I could see that. In some ways, like TV is a new movies in terms of like the quality and the way we kind of like view them on a critical standpoint so it feels like it definitely could be someone who's kind of i think the biggest name is going to be is going to be whoever plays the thing 
That's my other hot take. Um, I don't know. About I'm not that. sure about Cause it because they're going to be uh, in CG the whole time. That's yeah, one. That's, look, look, man, that's like not, Guardians. Yeah. That's number Guardians. One. They got the two biggest names playing the TG characters. That is true. I mean, that's I, true. You know, Vin Diesel and and Bradley Cooper. So that is true. I think. I still think it may be Sue. I know that there were some actresses linked to the role that were not the biggest names when we last were talking about this, but you know, I, we don't know how true those were, but if they're, you know, Jodie Comer was the last person who was uh, linked to it. And uh, Comer is uh, an up and coming star for sure. But I wouldn't say he's a mega star. I, I, I get the, that. That is such a visible role though, that I could see them saying we need someone. Uh, I get it. That. Visible. <laughs> I swear. I didn't try to do that. Mm-hmm. I, I, I swear, I swear, I didn't try to do that. Um, no, it's not fun anymore. Not even a little bit. I, I mean, I, I didn't. I didn't mean to be funny there, uh, Denzel. But um, yeah, I don't. I don't know. <laughs> we'll see. It's gonna. Be, I, I think Kendall's right. I think this is a very fascinating thing. The fact that you have to put four people together, their dynamics all have to be different but unique, and you know, very. Uh, the chemistry has to be on a high level, so I think it's an interesting thing to look at. But um. We'll continue to follow the stories regarding the Fantastic Four. But as we're hearing right now, Krasinski says he has not been contacted about playing Reed Richards moving forward. So that is an interesting nugget to think about. Let's talk about Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. So Sony releases its first trailer for Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, the sequel to the Oscar-winning movie Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. And it is the second installment in an animated trilogy being produced by Sony. Now, this trailer a little bit of an interesting one because it kind of starts with a lot of footage from the first movie um kind of kind of showing you kind of miles's journey in case you forgot potentially what miles's journey was in the last movie and then you, know, you see the conversation on the rooftop with him and his mom his mom basically trying to say hey wherever you're going to go wherever you're going to be the man you're becoming just make sure that you know who you are and they understand that you belong and don't let people feel like you know you you don't belong or or that, uh, or that you're not everything you want to be, and that kind of sends us into, uh, you know, the, sen- the the plot of this trailer, which is not giving away so much, but it, it shows uh, enough. You know, we kind of see that, you know, the Spider Verse is, you know, become a very kind of harmonious existence for a lot of these Spider Men and women across the uh, Spider Verse. So we see various different Spider Men. Um, some eagle-eyed people who watched this trailer caught some really cool Spider-Man that showed up. Uh, you know, Spider-Man PS4 was in there. Uh, Spider-Man Unlimited, which uh, may be the worst Spider-Man show ever. But uh, Spider-Man Unlimited was indeed in there. A lot of different other cool Spider-Man. Issa Rae is going to be playing a uh, Spider-Woman, Jessica Drew, who is pregnant. She's pre- she's prominent in this trailer. And, of course, Spider-Man 2099, played by uh, Oscar Isaac also prominent in this trailer as well so it seems like things are going great you know her and him and spider gwen are having a good time but all of a sudden things seem to turn and all of a sudden it seems like all those spider men are going after miles we don't know why we don't know how peter b parker also uh, uh has a has a spot in this trailer as well but we don't know why we don't know what's turned them but it sounds like whatever great existence miles was having the fun he was having hanging out with the other spider men in the spider-verse Spider-Man and women in Spider-Verse. That's not going to last very long. So I'll go to Kendall first. Kendall, uh, you just watched the trailer again uh, right before we started this show. 
What did you make of the first trailer for Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse? Um, I thought it was a good trailer. Um, you know, I mean, I, 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 I love, I mean, I just, I mean, obviously we all, everybody loved the, the first movie. I, I love the, like, just the aesthetic of that universe, the animation. It's, yeah. it's, it feels very, like, feels very, like, you know, like a early, mid-2000s animated movie almost with the way it's, like, you know, kind of looks like that old Spider-Man show, uh, the MTV one, uh, in many ways, but, like, it's, uh, but it, 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 it just very colorful. Um, like you said, from a story standpoint, we don't, we don't know a whole lot. Um, but one thing I will say is the vibe that I got from this trailer is that this definitely does have that part one feel. Now I know it's, you know, it's just a first trailer. It's not the only, not, not, you know, we'll see, we'll probably end up seeing a lot more before the movie comes out, but like, it doesn't lead. It doesn't, this trailer doesn't feel like a, like it's leading you to a movie that's gonna lead you to a to a finish, to the finish line. Like kind of, I mean, it's, Dune ended up having that same kind of feel where you're watching these trailers to Dune, being like, "What's the story?" You know, <laughs> because they can't really tell you anything because you know it's gonna end on some sort of cliffhanger and blah blah blah. But like, that's that's how that's how this feels a little bit, where I'm like, you know. It's not the movie I expected, but I feel like the movie that we are expecting is probably going to be more so like, you know, it's going to be more so beyond the Spider-Verse potentially. But, um, but yeah, no, I'm, I'm curious to see how this continues to unfold. But, um, you know, I mean, I'm excited to see more of, of uh, Oscar Isaac's character in this. I'm excited to see, you know, they they, they announced John Boyega uh, as Spider-Punk um, yeah. in this movie. So, uh Obviously, we know the the old adage that if you get the first one right, the sequel, the budget for the sequel is going to be higher. So, um, you know, they're able to do a little bit more uh, with the success that they had in, in in the first one. So, yeah, I'm excited. Kendall's excited about the film. Sham, what you you saw you saw this trailer. Uh, you also just like all of us, big fan of these uh, this Spider first Spider Verse movie. We remember, I'll never forget sitting in MSG at New York Comic Con. Uh, I guess I was 2018, I guess, at that point. Uh, 2018 or 2019, I don't remember. But, um, and, you know, we saw the first half of that movie. Movie, the effects weren't completely finished, but we saw most of them were at that point in time. And we both walked out and we said, yo, man, this is, this is a game changer. This is not, this is not like any other animated movie I've ever seen or you've ever seen, Sham. So, like, seeing this trailer, how did it make you feel seeing it for the first time? Um, this trailer, and thank you for bringing that up, EJ. I, I remember, I remember that as well. I was going to bring that up as well. I mean, it was like we we all knew. It was so yeah. crazy. We all knew. We were like, no, this is going to be something special. This is this is something else. Um, but this trailer, and I mean, it kind of going back to how you kind of described how you, um. We're describing it and to me it kind of reminds me of almost like the avengers endgame trailer they didn't show they spent a lot of the trailer of like showing old clips yeah clips from the previous movie yeah previously on yeah exactly. the show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and um so that was most of the trailer 
So they're really keeping a lot under wraps. Um, which tells me there's going to be a, a ton of Easter eggs, a ton of surprises, um, which they didn't keep nearly as much under wraps in the last movie. And there was still a ton of surprises. Um, so that is very interesting. Um, I'm very excited to see Oscar Isaac um, um, in this movie as well. Seems like he's going to be... Uh, going to be a very heavily featured interesting character um in this movie so that should be fun i i'm very excited i have to say um this this is this is uh this, i know this people a lot of people are going to be looking forward to this movie um obviously all of us included and Man, I, I just, I think, I just, I, this is another one. I think it's just going to do really well. I think it's, they just found the, just the perfect story to tell, perfect medium, perfect characters, perfect everything. This is just what people want to see. So I, I can't wait to see it when it comes out. And I can't wait to see the next trailer. I feel the next trailer is going to have more, like, actual story information in it. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. I think that that next trailer will certainly be the one. I mean, we got some time. I mean, I, I appreciate them. You know, about six months out, you know, I think we're talking about what, a June 3rd release date. Six months out, we're getting a trailer. It's pretty good, you know, for a sec, June 2nd, I'm sorry. 2023 is the, the release date for this movie, and we're getting the first trailer. I can't be too mad at that. So, uh, pretty good timing in terms of dropping it at this time. And, you, yeah, this didn't necessarily have so many story details, but I think you get a, I don't know, we, I could be totally wrong, and maybe... Uh, this isn't what it is, but like I, I feel like you do kind of get a feel for what this movie is. I think Kendall's not wrong when he says that this definitely felt like a part one of a movie, <laughs> and maybe that's just because how the trailer is cut and, and us not really seeing so much story. But it does feel like wow, okay, we're introducing a lot of people in a movie that I guess is going to be only you know two hours or two and a half hours, and um, it feels like whatever conflict you're gonna bring about with this many characters involved suggests that it's going to be in large scale and maybe can't be resolved in two hours. First, you got to establish that, you know, who these people are and why, what's Miles' relationship to them. And then you got to bring in the conflict. So I definitely get that feel. I think if there's one, the art still looks fantastic. I do, do want to say that. I mean, I remember also watch sitting, leaving, uh, leaving MSG after watching the first half of the first Across the Spider, excuse me, into the Spider Verse movie, and saying that like this artwork is unreal. Like the stuff that was finished just looks so amazing, and this is is I think maybe even a step up. Um, when you consider like just how colorful the actual Spider Verse is. What I will say as a little bit of a kind of like a yeah, but with this is if there's anything I saw that made me kind of pause in terms of excitement, the one thing that I thought was a real strength of the last Spider-Verse movie was, despite the fact that we end up getting a lot of different Spider-Characters in there, the movie was very grounded, and it was very much, like, based in New York City. Like, like the, the, like the, the city of New York uh, and, and Miles' relationship to his surroundings was very much an important part of that movie. This doesn't feel like that's going to play much of a role at all. So... Now, this is a first trailer, so maybe that's not the case. But if there was anything that, that I would say I was kind of like, that I thought was interesting, I, I thought it was that we really didn't see much of 
Miles outside of the Spider-Verse, which I assume is what we've been seeing him, whether he's you know just hanging out or he's fighting those uh, other Spider-People. That that appears to be what we're we're watching. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, I feel like we. It's hard to really kind of um, even really predict because we haven't we've seen so little. So I, I don't know if we're not gonna get that. I would think that we do. Um, though I I though I would also think that we do get less of that. He's already he because he's Spider Man now, so it's going to be a little less of the how do I balance being Spider Man and and uh, and keeping the secret and what do I do and how do I figure that out and when do I get my suit and all that else. He has all of that, so a lot of this is going to be more what's the conflict and the conflict that we know is in the Spider Verse, so you know. He's going to be spending a lot of time there. And what I will say is I do feel like when I think about the first Spider-Verse movie, like I, like those trailers, I don't feel like they, I don't feel like any of those trailers really gave away that story. Like, look, I, I, if I remember correctly, I kind of feel like, I remember being in the theater at least being like, oh, wow, like this is really a like Miles versus Fisk movie. Like I did not expect it to be like this, <laughs> um, or maybe that might have been when I just, when we were in the, in the theater, in the MSG, I'm not sure. Of when that was when I how much we saw that first time but like if you watch those trailers I don't feel like they really marketed Fisk like that like I know they did not they they kind of just leaned more on just like oh it's Miles Morales' story and they leaned more on uh Peter B. Parker and um you know we saw some glimpses of that fight with Doc Ock but I mean we didn't know who that it was going to be a female doctor Octavius but like when you watch that movie I think that that also kind of one they executed so well but then it also kind of was like a really pleasant surprise. We're like, oh, wow, no, this is actually a real, like, Wilson Fist story here. And it's a Miles versus Fist story, which we don't have too many of, like, very high-key stories like that. And um, so, like, I, I do kind of even warn myself and warn the audience who may say, oh, we're not getting enough or we didn't see a lot. I mean, they might do three trailers, and we might not still have a great idea of what we end up seeing in this movie. I remember being very pleasantly surprised by, like, how the story unfolded in the first one. Yeah, I mean, I think I agree. I didn't see how the first one, how the first one was going to unfold coming as well. I, I think we're going to be surprised by this one as well. I, th- I really think because they're showing so little. I'm just like I have I just, at this point, I feel like I'm just like I have no idea what we're going to see. <laughs> when I go into the theater, if these, if the trailers that we've gotten so far is all we've got, which I'd honestly be satisfied with because I have so much faith in the in the in the uh, directors and the storytellers, um, I wouldn't know anything, um, yeah, and, which, which and would I, be interesting. And Kendall, the you know they've said that the spot is supposed to be the villain for not just this movie, but the next movie. The spot is not in any of this trailer, which is interesting. Yeah, you know, whatever I hear stuff like that, I, I'm I'm curious, you know, if they're if that's uh, if that's misdirection. Um, you know, I mean, Remember, could very there, well be there, the case. There was, there was artwork that was, like, put out to kind of, like, tease this showdown, you know? Right. It wasn't like, it was, it's not even like, oh, this is just, like, like a made-up thing. Like, this is, like, like 
stadium artwork. Now that still could be part of the misdirect. I'm not, you know, discounting it. You're wrong. But, yes. Um, but they they have at least done promotion as I sent you guys uh, individually. Uh, they've done promotions to talking about the spot being the villain. Um, it was surprising he, he, that they talked about that and didn't include him in the first trailer. Yeah, yeah, and and and, and you know, misdirect. You know, a lot of times also in the sense of like, oh, you know, he's working for this person. You know, he's yeah. he's not the not the final guy. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, did you guys see the? Did you guys see the the fan made? clip of like tom holland in this in spider verse i think i did yes man i did that's that set a very high bar for if we do see tom holland it looked looked great i thought it was real it was yeah it was so good that it was it was it it, i was sad that it wasn't real yeah like i saw i glimpsed at it really fast and i was like oh snap like that looks real and then it wasn't yeah okay and like even the writing and like the voice acting yeah. Like they clearly they just use the same kind of filter of like they just filtered a lot of MCU stuff with with the animation but like it but man I was like this is this is awesome but um point being that 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 again they set a high bar for if we do get cameos like that from from you know Toby Maguire or Andrew Garfield or or Tom Holland um which I do expect we'll see at, at the at minimum I think we'll get Tom Holland uh if not in this movie then the next one um, that they gotta, they gotta, they gotta, just gotta, they gotta bring their A game when that happens. Yeah, they do. Um, uh, yeah, I, I, that's the question I was gonna ask you guys. Like, do you think that that happens in this movie? Because, well, does everybody think that's gonna happen at some point? I mean, I think it certainly will happen, but I don't know. Maybe it makes no sense doesn't. for it not to happen. Yeah, that has to happen. That's definitely yeah. gonna happen. So, okay, so we're all in agreement in that. Does it happen in this movie, or does it happen in the third one? If we're, I think if we're counting post credits, then I say certainly. Wow, that this movie, okay. Yeah, that, I mean, I, yeah, I, I would be. I mean, there's so many Spider-Man in this movie. I mean, I, I just, I'd be a little shocked. I'd be a little shocked if we didn't, if there was nothing, you know, like nothing. I'd be like, I mean. I mean, it's possible, I guess, that they just show all these other Spider-Man and he just never shows up. Um, if it's a cameo, but yeah, I, I would, I would think that he'd be in there somewhere. What do you say, Kendall? Um, it's so hard when again, once you start bringing in this part one, part two stuff, I'm like, <laughs> I mean, and in theory, every movie's a part one, the part two, in the sense that, like, you know, oh, if it doesn't happen in the second one, like, you know, if we don't see. You know Barry Keegan's Joker and Batman Two. It'll be Batman Three, but uh, but I but I get the sense that yeah, I think it'll definitely happen in one of these two movies. Um, I think Shamari's right that a post credit scene seems like uh, the top of the bingo chart, the top of the the, the Vegas odds um, for most likely spot that it would happen. But um, but it could just be a random. It could be you know early in, or not early in the movie, but it could be you know second act. You know, he's in the Spider-Verse and he, he bumps into Tom Holland in his cameo. But, um, but yeah, no, I think, I think we will see. I I will book it that we will see one of the three. Um, and most likely it being Tom. I think it's most likely that it's Holland. And I'm going to say, including, I agree with Shams, including a post credit scene, yes, we will see him. 
because it's it it just makes too much sense not to. I mean, Tom Town's obviously the megastar and he's the face of the Spider Man franchise and now uh Sony has struck gold or, or platinum even with this animated universe, like denying that 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 is supposed to say they're these all these Spider Man characters are all connected. Every single one of them. Anything that's been created is literally canon. The fact that you wouldn't use Tom Holland would seem to be like a weird choice. So I, I think that they would certainly use him in this film. Like I don't think you wait for the third film and say, okay, I hope you know, uh, you know, like I, I mean, maybe they're confident that the second one's good. And I'm sure it is. Like I, I saw this and I got really excited, but I don't think you want to take the risk saying, oh, well, you know. We can wait till the third film. Like I, I know, I think you guys strike as soon as the iron is hot, and right now it's scorching for the Spider Verse universe. So I think we do see him. So we saw. I told you guys saw Spider Man. You know, twenty ninety nine Spider Woman being played by Issa Rae. Spider Punk is kind of mentioned by played by Daniel Kaluuya, and we got cameos from twenty ninety nine uh, Spider Man. We also got a uh, PS four Spider Man. We also got PS one Spider Man. <laughs> so. It's kind of wild, and I love the attention to detail they've shown. It, w- taking Holland and, you know, the, let's say they take out all the live-action ones. So we're not talking about Garfield. We're not talking about McGuire or Holland. What, what is the, I guess, do you guys have, like, a Spider-Man that, A, you would want to see in this movie? And if you either, it may be the same answer, but is there a Spider-Man that you're expecting to see in this movie that you're excited for that we did not see in this trailer or any promotional art today. I like Kendall go first. Uh, besides like the live action ones, I would say the, the other one on the, uh, on the list of perspective, Spider-Man would be, I mean, for me, it would be probably, uh, Justin Keaton, you know, spectacular Spider-Man. Mm. Um, Especially with the way they've pushed it uh, on digital platforms. Um, yeah, it's on Disney Plus now, right? Yes, it is on Disney Plus. Yeah, wow, that's a coup for Marvel. And um, you know, I, I just feel like it makes a lot of sense, um, and it's it, it, it it's one that I think would get a, a nice reaction depending on the theater you're in. Hmm. Interesting. So, kind of goes spectacular. Uh, Shamari, where would you go in terms of a, 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 a Spider-Man that you really want to, would want to see, or one maybe you're looking forward to seeing? Um, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. That's a tough one. I, you know me. I'm not. I'm not too as connected to the, all the different versions of Spider-Man that that we've gotten that were out there that have been out there. Of course, I grew up with the '90s Spider-Man. Um, so that, that would be fun. That would be interesting. Um, I don't know, maybe Spider-Man PS4, though he was in the trailer, so we know like, he exists. Yeah, but, like, you want to see, like, him actually have, like, lines. Yeah, like, do something. Him walking by, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that would, that would be pretty cool. It actually would be interesting if they could somehow use this movie as a way to, like, in terms of the Spider-Man PS4 character... Like, if there is a way that they kind of tease for the next Spider-Man movie, or excuse me, Spider-Man video game in this movie. Like, if somehow he mentions something that ends up being, you know, a storyline in the video game that comes out 
you know, what is it, what's what's trying to come out this year or next year? When is that movie? When is that game supposed to come out? That game is coming out next year. Yeah. So yeah. Well, obviously next year. I meant twenty twenty three or twenty four. But twenty three is supposed to come out. Yeah, twenty three. Yep. Yeah. So 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 it would be kind of interesting if like he does have a line or it references something that then gets kind of like explored further in uh, twenty twenty three. I think it was interesting that you know I watched this trailer, the Sony Pictures you know YouTube page you know version of, cut of this uh, trailer, and you know the the first thing that they have as soon as the trailer ends is you know make sure you buy a PS five, which is just you know. I, I thought it was a little interesting because it's like you know that seemed like interesting interesting product placement at that point in time. But there is a video game coming out, and Shamar, I know you mentioned that there's a smoke out there that we could be getting something from this game as well. This new game, uh, Spider-Man PS5, that's supposed to be coming out this year. Yeah, yeah, it seems like we may be getting something something for that very soon. You know, everyone's hoping for a trailer. Everyone's waiting for a trailer to drop. The first trailer dropped uh, last year. Well, no, earlier this year, uh, I believe. Yeah, much earlier this year. And uh, that guy, of course, got everyone buzzing about Peter and Miles together and Venom being in it and the voice seeming to be Craven, uh, the hunter. So there's a lot already that people are looking forward to, not to mention all the storylines left over with Harry Osborne and and everything else and a lot of there's a lot just a lot of things that we could get in this game and there's a lot of teases being dropped by voice actors and community managers at Insomniac uh, games so it seems like we'll be getting something from them before the year is over that's what everything is pointing to so that's very exciting yeah it could end up being a very big year for Spider Man especially if they end up. Uh, you know, the words that Holland may have signed a, a new deal and that they're gearing up for this next Spider-Man movie to happen way sooner than maybe we even thought that they would do. Like, this could end up being, you know, a, a summer where they, you know, drop this movie, we get closer and closer to this new game, and we get an announcement for what the next Spider-Man movie is going to be titled and who will be in it. Like, this, this could end up being a very big year for the Spider-Man franchise, and real quickly on my Spider-Man choice, I I think they borderline have to put the 90s Spider-Man in this movie. Or at the very least, he has to be in this trilogy. Like, I, I just think that, and, and you know me, like I've been the guy who said that Spectacular is the best Spider-Man animated cartoon ever. Um, in terms of TV shows, obviously. But there's no question the most, eh, maybe no question is harsh. But I think, or, or maybe a little overstated, but I think, through a plurality or a majority, I think most people would say if you're talking about what is the linchpin Spider-Man cartoon, it's the 90s cartoon. You know, this is 60s cartoon is great, but that was a long time ago, obviously, and the 90s cartoon had so many episodes and was so long. Uh, I think to me, like that would probably be the ep- the one that I would look at and say, okay, this is probably the uh, the 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 Spider-Man that I probably want to see, but um. But it, it, it definitely is interesting. I don't know how this one ends up shaking out, but uh, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a, a interesting movie. Obviously, I think a lot of people are excited for it. Movie comes out on June second, and um, I can't wait to, to finally check it out. I can't wait to end up seeing what other characters we'll see in the next trailer potentially. But let's uh, let's move on now. Let's talk about the final story for today. And we didn't do a podcast last week. Otherwise, this would have been. 
uh, a major thing for next last week, but we we got to talk about this this changes, these major changes happening with DC. So, um, according to this bombshell article by Hollywood Reporter, there are aftershocks that are still being affected uh, or impacted even today with what we're seeing from Patty Jenkins, who had to respond to reports that she had walked away from Wonder Woman 3 after being told by James Gunn and Peter Saffron that she had to rewrite the script that she had submitted to them. Jenkins posted a long Twitter message today saying that that was not true, that she did not walk away, and in fact, that she would have given really any consideration to uh, changes to her script or to the movie. She would have been open to that from leadership, but that essentially she was told that there was nothing she could do. She went on in that long post to wish the Wonder Woman franchise a, quote, amazing future ahead with or without me. So Wonder Woman 3, according to The Hollywood Reporter, canceled. It sounds like based on what we saw from her from Patty Jenkins that that very well may still be the case or may be factual because she's saying that they're not moving forward with me. Or at least they said that it was something I could do to fix this uh, this movie. So Wonder Woman 3 canceled. But it also seems like there are other big franchises that are at risk at this point with the changes that are being made. Man of Steel. We saw Henry Cavill make a, a big announcement that he was returning as Superman. There was all this excitement, all this fanfare. He showed up in Black Adam. Now it seems like, according to this article, it is unlikely they will move forward with a Man of Steel sequel with Henry Cavill. It also appears that it will be unlikely that a Black Adam sequel will move forward with Dwayne The Rock Johnson. In fact, all the characters cast by Zack Snyder could be out of the picture soon enough. That includes Jason Momoa's Aquaman, who apparently could be recast. Uh, he could be end up being Lobo. Apparently that is something that he's been interested in a long time, and it is a project that DC wants to launch. Momoa could end his Aquaman days with this next sequel to the first Aquaman movie that they're shooting right now, and then he could go on to be Lobo. So a lot of major changes, a lot of big information that came out of this article. Uh, the future of of, of uh, Michael Keaton as Batman. He was supposed to return in Batgirl. That got canceled. He's going to be in this Flash movie. That apparently is still going on. He was apparently supposed to do a Batman Beyond movie. That also apparently is, is canceled. Not not going to happen. So kind of a lot to kind of wrap your head around regarding the plans that DC being scrapped and, 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 and they're really sounds like they're ready to to do a full reboot sham i mean when you heard a lot of this info what stood out to you most regarding the overhaul happening over at dc um well i mean to me what stood out well i mean a lot of so much of it i mean i i mean kind of a cheap answer but i guess all of it the fact that i mean it's such massive news um <laughs> you know that everything that's been going on you know could just be out the window basically and a lot of it is out the window confirmed right. through patty jenkins in terms of wonder woman uh specifically um so yeah i mean i it's a lot of it is very surprising i think the batman beyond thing is probably the most disappointing just as a fan just as such a fan of batman beyond yeah. I mean, it's just, I mean, that's, that's a gold mine that they're just, they're just giving up on, which is unfortunate, 
you know, um, you know, so that's not ideal. Um, so yeah, there's a lot that that we still don't know. It, clearly, there's a ton of changes happening. So it's a good guess. Yeah, that a lot and, of things and, and right now, you know, James Gunn is saying that oh, some of it's true, some of it's not true. Yeah, yeah, that's what he's saying. You know, some of it's some of it's half true. So it's like who's to say what what exactly is it going to end up happening? But yeah, there's some there's some truth um, to this article. I know Pat Jenkins was saying oh, there's a lot of falsehoods happening. Um, but they ain't falsehood that Wonder Woman three ain't happening because she did confirm that. But she said that yes. the, the idea that she walked away was not the case. So right. that kind of, in some ways, kind of lends credence to maybe the most dystopian look at that Hollywood Reporter article that there's a lot of slashing, a lot of uh, uh you know, just uh, uh, they're, they're slashing a lot. There's a lot. This is not going to be a, oh, we're going to just pick apart one or two things here like a lot of these things in terms of things not moving forward that very well could be the case if you take you know patty jenkins uh statement at face value yeah um so it's very unfortunate um you know as i've said uh, before dc i think has lately and i i mean i've you know i don't know if i've been on an island necessarily but you know, I thought DC lately hasn't, in terms of just the quality of the movies they've been putting out, hasn't been doing so bad. The I, movies I agree. They've been putting out late, recently have largely been very good, <laughs> um, at the very least, solid. But some of them very, very good. The Batman, Joker, bangers, right? That are getting yeah. sequels that people cannot wait for. As many people's most anticipated movies coming up. Um, so, um, so yeah, so having things shake up like this is very surprising, very jarring. And, um, I guess we just have to wait and see what happens, but it is very surprising and, uh, and pretty, it has its ups and downs. So we all want unity, but just throwing everything out the window is very, it's very haphazard and, and just there is not there's no smooth transition. So it'll it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. Kendall, I, I, I saw an interesting commentary on the Patty Jenkins part of this, which I thought was a, a, a fair thing to point out. And I, I wonder how fair you think it is. It's, you know, we we know what Wonder Woman one was. We, we know that that was a cultural phenomenon a a classic movie for sure one woman 84 was not that clearly it, it's you know i i think of this group i think i like that movie the most i'll admit i've not seen i've not watched it since i watched it um uh on that christmas eve or christmas day whenever that came out um in the pan during the pandemic but it did not it did not make the same impact it was not as good as the first one and I think as time has gone on, people have looked back on it and felt even worse about it. So with that being said, we see a lot of creators and directors, you know, make sequels that aren't that good, but get a third crack. Do you feel like it is unfair that Patty could make such a great first movie then, okay, make a second movie that is at the very least polarizing and like I, I don't know if it's a disaster but it's it is not it's not obviously a like a consensus great film do you yes, feel like no. it's kind of harsh for them to say all right 
you, you, you did a great film. You did a so-so film. All right, now you're done. We, there's nothing you can do. We don't want anything to do with you. Wait. So James Gunn told Patty Jenkins that if you do a bad sequel or a, a controversial mixed sequel to a great movie, you shouldn't get a third movie necessarily? <laughs> I mean, yeah. Are you saying are you saying that uh, this is uh, art meets you know life with with his career over at Marvel? Yeah, I'm like, wait a minute, <laughs> the pot calling the kettle black. I mean, you know what's funny, Kendall? You say that, and I'll let you continue real quickly. But like, I, I was very surprised. Like last week, and you see some things on Twitter, and you kind of wonder, yo, is this a work? Like, is this a as as somebody made a campaign to try to rewrite history, but there was a rewriting of history of, of Guardians two, and people were trying to say that it's actually one of the best Marvel movies. And I was like, oh, I was boo. like, I, I was like, what kind of crack is being smoked on the internet? <laughs> and I, I don't, I didn't, I did not hate the Guardians volume two, but that no. that that was an insane take to me for anybody to say that was better than one. That that sounded yeah. crazy to me. It wasn't as crazy as the the people. Coming out when Thor, Love and Thunder was coming out. Say, hey, look, Thor, the Dark World. You know, there's some good stuff in that movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, yeah. they're trying to say that Thor, Love and Thunder is definitely the worst. I'm like, no, get out of here. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's definitely not true. Mega um, cap, mega cap. Yeah, no, I mean, you know, this whole thing with DC, I like James Gunn. I'm very curious to see how this plays out because. Uh, I wanted to give him more of the benefit of the doubt when he was brought on that, you know, him being a creative uh, was going to lend him lend himself to be a little bit more sympathetic to uh, to, to 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 these to these to these filmmakers uh, and their processes and that he would be a little less hands on, uh, at least initially. Um, but it does sound like he is that guy that's coming in and saying, I'm going to clean house and I'm going to do my own thing. And if whatever is going on doesn't fit my vision, then for the most part, it's not going to be a part of it. And I, I don't think that everything that I've heard has been all bad necessarily. Um, but I think that I, I just feel like the way they're operating right now is a little, it's a little over the top. It's a little... Uh, you know, I think it's a little gung ho. Not to be fair, this is an article that was dropped, sourced, uh, with 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 sourced uh reporting. Um, so it's not like he came out and announced, yeah, this is this is getting canceled and that's not happening and this guy yeah. was fired. But um, but like I feel like David Zaslav did some version of this like two months ago and got eviscerated, you know. And this is yeah. a little different. Um, but I just feel like, you know, I mean, we're coming in Henry Cavill. I mean, you mentioned Henry Cavill not only did this big rollout about how he was going, <laughs> he was coming back to play Superman. I mean, he gave up his job, uh, at Netflix. He gave up his role with the Witcher yeah. to come back and play Superman. And I assume and, and he, he made up some, he made up some, he made up some flim flam excuse, but we all know what time that was. It's like, yeah. oh, you know, the creative and, uh, yeah, we, we know what time it was. Right. And so, you know, I, I I I think we will still be getting Henry Cavill. You know, I think James Gunn said that he's, you know, Superman's at the top of his priority, one of the, arguably at the top of his priority list. But, um, 
you know, we've got to deal with that. Uh, I mean, the Wonder Woman thing, I mean, I, I wasn't like, I'm not like the biggest Wonder Woman fan. I thought the first movie was very good. I thought the second movie wasn't, I'm probably higher on the second movie than most people are. Um, and probably a little lower on the first movie than, than most people are. So I'm somewhere in the middle. But overall, I like the Wonder Woman franchise. And, uh, you know, I I mean, I, I would have watched Wonder Woman 3. And I still think we'll get something. But, like, I don't know. Like, I just feel weird about James Gunn coming in and saying, we're not, we're not doing that. You know? And then um, Jason Momoa. We talked about, I mean, I, I threw out the, the Lobo thing a couple weeks ago when we talked about Jason Momoa and the, the, the speculation that he could be doing something else uh, in the DCEU. Lobo made a lot of sense. Him playing Lobo made a lot of sense. But I also mentioned that you didn't have to, you, you could have very easily had a Lobo and an Aquaman at the same time and people would have got it, you know, but... You think um, that they could have had Aquaman still be Moe and Lobo? I, I think that that's no way that could have happened. Not, I mean, if you don't if you don't connect Lobo to the DCEU, like if you just do I'd, Lobo I as himself, like I like, think it's so like goofy. Hellboy or something like that. No, I don't know how Shan feels. I mean, oh well, you're saying if he's not connected, but that's not what they're doing. Yeah, like if he does his own day. I mean, that's the problem. Yeah, and that's that's the inherent problem is that they're they're going a very very. Again, they're they're blowing it up, and, and look, you're doing a, a hard rebuild for something. And even, that... and it's to me, even beyond that, it's like they're trying to connect these movies. So like, you're not gonna. And I'm not saying there's no reason. Now, Lobo, for Lobo doesn't have to. to ha- be connected there's no reason Aquaman. for them to have to connect. There's no reason for them to have to ever interact with Aquaman. But it, I, I do think it's is goofy to say, oh, well, the same actors playing two different people that are technically in the same universe. I don't know. I, I think that that's goofy. I don't think. He'd I would. Away with well, that. that's the thing. Well, I don't know. I, I'm not saying. Technically, in the same universe, they wouldn't be in the same universe. Lobo would be in all. You're saying if they separate. I mean, that's what I meant when I said they're not doing. Yeah, it. but that's right, what right. You're but 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 yeah. I mean, ultimately, like they're 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 they're. I don't know. I just think they're being a little a little uh, aggressive. I feel like, um, and even the Black Adam thing. I mean, we talked about Black Adam when it came out, and you know, we we understand it's not. It wasn't some smash hit, um, but I am. But I think we we all enjoyed it for the most part. Uh, I think we all were excited about the potential of a Black Adam Superman project, and I mean now, I mean I've I've never seen The Rock so like uh, so ambitious about marketing a movie that's already come out. It's already pretty much out of the theaters. Um, talking about yeah, you know we 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 had uh, such a big such a big uh, box office. We made all this money. We made a profit. I mean, he did a whole <laughs> he did a whole post uh, about how we, rock, we broke rock, even. Yeah, the rock. Uh, he he looks he. Shamari, man. I know he. I know he's my boy too. But go get your boy, man. He 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 sounded he sounded so desperate and so <laughs> dang. You know, with the we way finally he signed, broke even, guys. Yeah, and, and then the way he was talking about, you know, you know, they tried to talk about black, you know, Black Panther, you know, wiping them off the face of the earth. He was like, "Well, listen, man, nobody's ever heard of Black Adam with the JSA before, <laughs> you know, <laughs> before before I showed up." And, and I'm like, "Come on, man! Like, just, just stop! Like, there's no the Rock, and but the weird and it's weird when you do like I almost feel like I wish he would like like turn heel like in 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 real life, like because he's doing it with this like." 
oh, but I'm just being a nice ha-ha-ha, like, let me put some laughing emojis on these tweets. But you know he's dying on the inside. Like, this is a guy who does not want to be number two or number three. Like, he wants to be the top dog. He doesn't see himself as anything but an alpha dog. And he made this movie, and the numbers, no matter how you crack them out, there's actually a report that came out this week that that article, because if I remember at, when that happened, all of a sudden, like, there was this, like, article from one of these trades. like, oh, actually, no, Black Adam did make a profit. It did pretty yeah. decent. And then now they're saying, well, there's a rock that's more saying that, that DC thinks that, like, The Rock and his team fed information that was misleading. Like, like, like the, lead, the even the information that they gave to them, one was yeah. leaked, and two doesn't tell the story of exactly how the money broke down. So, the... There's been a lot in a lot of this reporting. There's been this hint of The Rock trying to kind of elbow his way into having a large kind of piece of the pie with the DC universe, and it just feels like the last two months, it feels like people are are starting to have enough of him. That's that's the impression I have, Sham. I don't know how you feel, but yeah, I I thought he looked awful with this trying to convince people that Black Adam was some raging success when. I mean, I, we all kind of liked it, but it was not this box office smash. That was clear. Hmm. Yeah, I, I, honestly, I haven't even been following that saga, so I don't even know. Um, you know, but but yeah, that's kind of... I think I might have saw, like, one post that he posted about that. But, like, outside of that, I haven't really seen much. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's sad to see, you know, that, that he's got to be out here... Uh, I enjoyed Black Adam. You know, I, I think we all did. You know, I don't think any of us thought it was a bad movie. I mean, there was something um, in, 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 in one of these articles about a a, a Hawkman spinoff show or spinoff movie. Mm-hmm. That was also very interesting. I would, I mean, I would, I would, I would have loved that. Like, I, I think I love yeah. the Hawkman that we saw in this. The, the tweet I was talking about was on November 20th. I don't know if you guys remember. It was the uh, in IGN they posted, you know, well, like after the first or second I don't know. I guess I, I don't remember when Black Panther came out, but maybe it's like a third week. It said, you know, Black Panther box office has already surpassed Black Adam's total. And um, and The Rock tweeted, you know, la- again, laughing emoji. What a neutral post. I love it. was just like, why? Like, OK, you're clearly pissed. Why are you doing laughing emojis? He said, I love competing, but IGN, you guys are in the biz with us. Uh, there's no comp- competition with the established global brand of Black Panther compared to Black Adam and JSA, who are a year who a year ago no one even heard of. No need to knock us. We're new babies and have to grow. Another smiling face. That's a cringeworthy tweet, man. That's a that's a that's a bad that's a bad. First of all, why are you responding to, you know, you know the uh, the tweet from like an actual, you know, publication. In a, and he's in the, the comment rock, section. The, he he didn't he didn't even he didn't even I'm sending to you guys. He didn't even like quote tweet it. He's in the comment section of <laughs> this tweet from IGN, and he's a claim. He's a suit. He's he's accusing them of being biased, <laughs> but he's doing it with laughing emojis. And then he, I mean, to say first of all, the Rock has been beating us over the head trying to talk to us about who Black Adam is, well before just this year. And last I checked, Rock, it wasn't like the Black Panther was some amazing established global brand before the first Black Panther movie. And that first movie <laughs> right. destroys your movie in terms of the box office. So 
I mean, that was just weak sauce. And we've just seen so much of this, him trying to kind of justify the Black Adam's run. And, I mean, maybe grand opening, grand closing, if James Gunn has his way. Because, again, according to that article, it's unlikely to be another sequel. I, I feel like it's, it may be early for them to kind of make that determination. Because I think Dwayne is a he's, I think he's, he's patient, willing to take however long it takes. And he's a big enough star where... Yeah. He he could have an audience with like Zaslav and maybe get what he wants. Still, it might not be exactly how he wanted it, or it might not be exactly the timing, like you mentioned, Sham. But he's still a big enough star where I think he 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 could still get something. But I don't think it's gonna be any. I think that it's clear with what how James Gunn and Zafron thrown their have thrown their uh, weight around in just a short time that it's not gonna be just. I think he thought, yep, yeah, I'll do this movie. He'll do whatever I numbers. Think I'm going to do the second movie. I already got Cavill in the bag, so there's nothing they could do about it now. That clearly, like all that angling he did, that did not work. I, now, I will say, I think this is bad business by Warner Brothers. They're looking at the numbers for Black Adam 1, and I've said this before. But still looking at the numbers of Black Adam 1 and saying, man, you know, it didn't really do that well, as great as we would have hoped. And critically, it was a mad movie. Like, we can't move forward with this. I, the the box office for a Black Adam two with Superman in it or some sort of sequel with well, Superman. The problem is like what uh, what that? Why are you making a Black Adam movie that has Superman as a supporting character? Well, that's the thing. I well well that's why I say a Black Adam Superman project. I don't know what you right, would call it. Yeah. You know, similar to Batman v Superman. I mean, is it a Man of Steel sequel? Is it a Batman movie? I don't know. But right. like, but if you have a Black Adam Superman movie, like. I don't know if I'm canceling that because Black Adam didn't do well. Because I think that is it's it's a different we're, we're in a different lane now. I think from a from a box office but, that okay, that would be my guess. But let's keep this a buck. It's not like it's not like Harry Cavill has been like this like cash cow for Warner Warner Brothers and Warner Media and DC. Like Man of Steel did pretty good box number office numbers. Nothing crazy, but pretty good. Um, probably one of the better box office successes DC has had. But, like, I mean, not great in terms of, like, just overall superhero movies. You know, Marvel's had movies that did way better even during that time period than Man of Steel. But even just for DC and, and overall, it was a pretty good success. Uh, BVS struggled mightily at the box office based on the expectations that they had. Justice League struggled mightily based off of the expectations that it had. Like, I don't, like, if I'm DC and I'm Sham, I know Sham loves you know, man, obviously, so I, I know he'll <laughs> say, no, please still make that movie. But, like, uh, Jam, like, if I look at just the raw numbers, I can't sit there and say, oh, uh, a Dwayne The Rock movie, Black Adam with Harry Cavill Superman, oh, that's easy, that's, we're printing money. I can't, I can't say that. There's no, there's zero evidence to suggest that. Yeah, I mean, I, I wouldn't say that either. I, I mean, I think that's, I mean, I'm sure The Rock will make that argument. Um, I know. I, I mean, I, I think he has. But, I think he's. That's what he's doing. That's what he's been doing. Yeah. I mean, I. But I feel like he's going to do that anyway. I mean, he, obviously, he's he's very invested in this in this project and the brand. And um. Um, I mean. I mean, I I I, th- I do think it has a very good chance of being successful as long as, of course, it's the right story and and you, you of course you guys know me. I think Cavill's a good Superman. I think Dwayne, I think The Rock is a good Black Adam. I think they're handling both characters the right way. I think 
with the right story, it could be a great movie. But um, it's definitely not an automatic success. But I could definitely see it being successful. So, you know, I, I wouldn't di- I wouldn't discount it. I think is what I would say. Man, now, the thing still, I think we're yes, I go ahead, Kendall. Well, if you, yeah, I'll let you continue. I was going to change. But... Well, no, I was going to say, uh, Man of Steel one did a global box office total of six hundred sixty-eight million, which is you know pretty good. But I wouldn't say it's like uh, you know, and that did make a profit, but you know it was, it was not you know crazy numbers. Batman v Superman did eight hundred seventy-two million. That movie was expected to do a billion dollars, so that was and that had the two biggest characters DC has, and he couldn't do it. So a little bit of a letdown there. And then Justice League, which was kind of weird. I don't know if I, that's even fair to put on Cavill. I know they didn't actually put him in the marketing of that movie. And then we already know all the issues Justice League had. But Justice League only did $657 million. And then uh, Black Adam, I'm just literally typing these as I go. Uh, box office total right now is at uh, 389 I think that's complete. I don't, I don't know if they're still in theaters or other places, but. Only three hundred eighty nine million. So, I'm again like, I, I'm, not, I'm not even saying again that Kendall was wrong. That like, that's not what the Rock would pitch or Shamar is wrong. It's just I don't know if I'm DC. Like, if the Rock and Country say, "Oh yeah," but if you put me and Cavill together, like we'll make a bunch of money. I, Twitter may say that. I just don't know if there's any. And we we know that like these st- they, these studios they want raw numbers they want facts they want something that they can they want deliverables as they say there's no deliverables for oh a Cavill rock movie that has Superman and Black Adam is gonna be you know a cash cow what are you gonna say Kendall no I was just gonna say that uh I mean the thing that we're 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 missing in all this is that the one the one brand that is that's that is safe right now is is uh Matt Reeves the Batman. Well, thank God. And it does beg the question. I mean, obviously, you throw in the Joker as well, but the Joker seems like he's in a completely different universe. Yeah, I mean, they can't. Um, yeah, they can't. They're not to touching that. that. Yeah. But um, it does beg the question is if we are in this world where it's going to be like Star Wars, like, is everything, are they going to make everything in the Batman universe? No. I mean, if they were smart, that's what they would do. Now, I don't think that's happening because I just feel like we would there would be more conversation about uh Reeves's you know Reeves's creative Vision. thoughts and positioning with like how they're gonna develop this. It's not and I don't know if you necessarily need him to create a universe outside of Everything, just the yeah. Gotham universe. Yeah, like you don't. Like I don't think I honestly think that somebody could say, Okay, he's got Gotham and Batman, we see what he's created. Based on the world he's created, like how could we create these other characters? Can that be done? Absolutely. I don't know. I'm not someone who thinks that you just can only do it in the, uh, you know, the Kevin Feige way. But it just seems like the way it gets reported is just like they're just not going to touch Batman, but they're going to try to just fix everything else. But if they were smart, Sham, I feel like that would be the way to go. To say, look, you can do whatever you want. We're not even going to make you like do oh we got to do a justice league or you got to do Batman like we don't even worry about that just keep doing what you're doing still but we cannot just have the most popular characters in our franchise not be connected to <laughs> the rest of the universe we're building it doesn't make any sense yeah 
I mean, I, I mean, I understand with how they're approaching this. Um, I mean, it's hard. You know, it's kind of a hard. It's a hard. Uh, they're kind of put in a in a tough spot. You know, because if you want to make a shared universe, you gotta you gotta start somewhere. They don't want to say, okay, we'll start it in five years. You know, like Zaslav has a ten year plan supposedly. <laughs> so uh, you know, they can't exactly you know wait a million years to to start this universe that that they were they were brought on to to create so so yeah what what's the sense i'm wondering though what's the sense in all of this carnage because like where does the buck stop does the buck stop with everything but the batman it doesn't sound like that's the case like that's the main thing that will be that continues to be on the table but they didn't just axe Blue Beetle. Yeah, Blue Beetle has a Blue Beetle has a new has new poster, and I I mean I thought a trailer a trailer I think Uh, is imminent. I think we'll get one soon. Yeah. So so we you know they're not they're not gonna axe Blue Beetle. They're not axing uh, as far as we know. I mean it's early, but we're not they're not axing Peacemaker. You know, like they're not axing everything. So like, are these things just gonna? I mean, are are we recasting Wonder Woman? Are we recasting Aquaman now? I mean, like, so is it? it I, my, that's a good question, Kendall. I mean, to me, I wonder if I wonder if there's why, a chance why, that there's some things. I mean, I almost wonder if there's a chance that some things end up being like legacy, and then they still create a new universe. Like, could Peacemaker just be a legacy? franchise that like that universe is like over but we'll keep doing peacemaker stuff because it's really good and does the batman become legacy where it's like and that's a little bit apples and oranges but it's almost like look it's too great to like mess with it so we're gonna keep let that we're gonna let that go but we're gonna still create a new universe you know could there be certain things like blue beetle okay we'll let it come out it's still there and if it's great, maybe we'll do more. But we're not gonna worry about how that impedes what we want to do moving forward. Like I, I wonder if that's kind of their idea. And they're kind of getting trying to get ahead of some of these other things that are like kind of like not being shot yet or not like in deep production. Like it's kind of hard to like do the Blue Beetle cut at this point. Like when they did the Black Batgirl thing, they said that they kind of can't do that again. So yes. they gotta let it come out. They gotta let the Flash come out. Some of these things, they just got to let happen. But it seems like the stuff that is kind of percolating and things that and pl- the plans are being made for the future, like, they just cutting all that other stuff. Like, you're not doing no Wonder Woman. You're not doing no Superman. You're not doing no Black Adam. We ain't doing no more Aquaman after this one Aquaman movie comes out. In fact, we're going to take away Momoa in order to make sure we do that. It feels like almost that may to be what's happening. Because the things that are successful, they'll remain because they're just legacy properties that are doing great. And then everything else, we're we're creating new. So risky, man. It is. I mean, again, that's why I wouldn't do it this way. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I don't even. I don't hate it. Let me be clear. I kind of support doing what they're doing. I get why they're doing it. Yeah. I don't know if I would. I would do it this way. But I mean, I've been calling for a hard reboot since like. when he, when when did baby when did BVS come out? Whenever I called for Zack Snyder to be fired, like I call, I wanted a, and I said that Cavill should have been fired. Like I wanted a hard reboot back then, and I said it wasn't 
it was very, it was like, no, Snyder, it wasn't personal with Cavill. It was maybe a little more personal with Snyder. But, like, for me, it was just like, you can't, you can't continue with these guys. Like, it, this thing is rotten from the core. You got to start over. That's the only way to make this work. And they, they, what they did was fine, I guess, but it was never going to be, I guess, whatever Warner Brothers wanted it to be. Like, they made good movies. I liked a lot of them, but they clearly want some kind of competition to Marvel. So, how Hamada was going about it, what, they were never going to get there. They could make good movies, enjoyable movies. It was still not going to be the same. So, they're doing essentially what I said they should have done like six, seven years ago. It's just, it's taking them a long time. And because they waited so long, it's now harder. Like, it was hard back then, but like, Henry, like, Ben Affleck quit. Like, they had outs. Like, they were given an out to re- reboot this thing. And they didn't. And now this makes this feel more harsh. But I still think it's probably the right way to go. The problem becomes, okay, what do you do with these other successful franchises? And that's where I say I would do this different. That's where I say, you know what? All right. We all know the Batman rocks. So let's just make the universe around the Batman. And just, you know, we'll we'll consult Reeves on how he would prefer Superman. But, like, you know, we're not going to we're not really going to force him to have to deal with Superman. So it doesn't really matter. Like, by the time he decides I'm done, I'm I'm retired, then we could decide, okay, now we're going to do a Batman Superman movie. So. I, 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 it is risky, Sham, but to me, like I, I, I think that this is how it. I don't know if it should be this way, but this is this is a result they had to get to. They had to say, you know what, we're not doing no more of these other movies, and we need to move on. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm in agreement. It's it's rough. It's a very rough. I agree. I wouldn't have done it this way. I probably would have. I probably would have supported just making it clear that. Maybe even separating the brands, maybe even, and just have the, you know, maybe just do something to make it clear that these other movies that, you know, we told these filmmakers they can make are not canon, like, basically. (laughs) Yeah. Just make it very clear. These movies are not canon to the DCU that is being established by James Gunn and yeah, I don't DC. Know why can't, I don't know why they can't just say that. You're right about that. You know, That's like they point. can just do that and the movies can come out and now look, you know, I know they, I guess, I mean, I don't know. They kind of do have unlimited pockets. I mean, let's be real. This is Warner brothers, but you know, to them and their state and their, you know, stakeholders and whatever, you know, that they don't have unlimited pockets. So they got to choose where they want their money to go or get returns and what all that other kind of stuff. Marvel's so. coming out with Spider-Man freshman year and like they just told us, yeah, it's not in the MCU. Don't worry about it. And exactly. nobody's like freaking out. Like, why? Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I freaked out for a day, but then... I, I wasn't, no, I wasn't happy about it, but I got it. I understand. I understand. I'm not like going to be all confused watching it. Like, wait a minute. Yeah, I think they're. I think they're double? concerned about the confusion. But I think it's stupid. I think they just. I think. I think you can. You can fix that. Star you Wars Visions definitely. came out. Nobody was watching Star Wars Visions, being like, "Wait a minute. When did you this tell happen? people? You tell people, don't worry about it. It's not canon. People might not be happy about it. But if the stuff is really good, I don't. People won't care, man. Yeah. I mean, we had we had the Batman come out. You know, while kind of with, with along with Zack Snyder's Justice League, like around yes. kind of sort of the same time. Wonder Woman, people weren't flipping out. No. And, and, and 
All these shows were coming out. Suicide Squad. Nobody was like, wait, Suicide Squad? The same universe as the Batman? It's like, no, they just want to go see a good movie. So, you know, I think they... they Because at the end of the day, the only people that would be confused are the quote-unquote casuals. And the quote-unquote casuals don't really care. They don't care. They they don't care enough. Exactly. They don't care like, oh, is this... Wait, is this connected to that? And that, this and that? Like, they're just coming to see a Batman movie. Yeah. And, and and they come to see it and they end up liking it. So it's not that big a deal. You got yeah, you guys are 100% right on that. So they, sometimes they kind of they kind of focus so much. They kind of think themselves into a pretzel, I think. With like how to decide to connect and disconnect and reconnect. Like some of the stuff isn't nearly as big a deal as they make it out. But to David Zaslav, David Zaslav wants his own version of Marvel. Right. And he wanted his own version of Kevin Feige and what Feige's built at Marvel Studios, and the only way you could do that is if everything's connected. You know, that's that's what Marvel was. They've set that precedent. Um, now, the, the, the stuff with the games and the TV shows and all that is a little extreme. That, again, that's far more like Star Wars, but, like, when it comes to just, like, the movie universe, the only way you can do that is what they have established is you start over. Besides Joker and besides maybe the Batman, you've got to start over. So... That's what, I mean, that's what they're doing. I don't I don't like it but because you, I feel like there's good stuff that was in the DCEU. Like, there, yeah. not everything in the DCEU was, was trash. I mean, in fact, and they know that the because they're, keep, they're keeping some of it, though. That's what's so weird, as you mentioned, because they're, again, Peacemaker is still going forward. Like, you mm-hmm. know, like, I, I mean, we haven't heard anything that's not. I mean, yeah. I, I mean is James Gunn going to kill his own project? Yeah, I know, that's exactly. James Gunn's project. Exactly. Which, you know, I if I was Patty Jenkins, I want to, I want to ring his neck if I find out you canceled Wonder Woman, but you kept your own thing. Like, yeah, I would, I would actually want smoke with him. You know, what I'm yeah, saying? So, and I, that's probably what's gonna happen. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure there are issues there. I can't, it can't be, it can't be feel good for her. I feel bad for Patty. I mean, Wonder Woman eighty four was not was a was a disappointment based on what Wonder Woman one was. If it's true that they just she was dead on arrival. There was nothing they wanted. They want nothing to do with her. Uh, that would be a little harsh to me. You know what I'm saying? I, I think that Wonder Woman 84 showed me that she's a director that needs way more, lack of a better term, direction than maybe some other directors. I felt like Wonder Woman 1, like Zack Snyder, you know, to his credit, he doesn't get enough credit for this, really did a great job of like helping Patty craft that story and ended up having a massive success. I think 84, you know, Zack Snyder's out of the picture. It's just like, Patty's all on you. And there were a lot of issues. And the initial reporting was that it was a lot of the same issues they had with the first, the second movie. Like, a lot of the same uh, story kind of structural issues that, 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 that played 84 was present in this next movie. So, it, it, it feels like if they could have just maybe, if Garner and Saffron could have said, okay, we'll work with you on this just hang tight, but we can't do this one. That would have been fine. I don't know if they had to get rid of her completely, but they're, they're, they're pushing the Harvey boot button. So uh, who knows how these next five years will look. It's kind of weird. They've only signed five-year deals because there's no way you can actually reboot a franchise like this in five years. It's going to take longer than that. So even that is kind of weird in this to me, but we'll continue to uh, to keep, keep an eye on it. But I think that's going to do it for this edition of New Generation Hero Talk. So, if you enjoyed this episode, make sure you catch all of our episodes on New Generation Podcast Network. You can find that on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, Tissue, and TuneIn. 
Also, be sure to check us out on YouTube. Get all of our YouTube comments, content on New Generation Media. Make sure you subscribe and make sure you uh, uh, like our videos. Make sure you give a comment in the comment section of the videos we have. Make sure you follow us on social media. We're on Twitter, New Generation Pod, Instagram, New Generation Podcast. You can also find us on Facebook, New Generation Media. And follow us individually on social media. You can find Kendall on Twitter, New Gen Ken. You can find Shamari on Instagram and Snapchat, MCShan22. And you can find me on Twitter, EJ underscore Stewart, Instagram and TikTok, Action EJ. That'll do it for now. We'll have more Hero Talk next week. For EJ, for Shamari, for Kendall, for Shamari, I'm EJ. Take it easy, guys. Peace.